Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 291. And today I've got the full story of a husband and wife that launched a product with, get this, no giveaways, no reviews, no pay-per-click, and selling 30 units per day. Actually, a little bit more than that now that we're in fourth quarter. Crazy, right? Well, little story here. I actually received this email going back now about a month. I believe it's about a month, maybe a month and a half. And Amy, Amy Hong, uh, who actually her and her husband, we had, uh, well, they emailed me and said, Scott, you know, this is just crazy. And I had to share it with you. And uh, this is the email. I'm just going to read it to you really quick so you guys uh, can can kind of listen uh, as to what I was reading here. But the, the title was like, no pay-per-click, no giveaways, no reviews, sold 30 units a day, right? And then uh, it says, hi, Scott. I'm a longtime dedicated listener of yours. I appreciate everything you've done for our TAS community. I just wanted to email you my results for the last three days. I've sold over 100 units of one product with no reviews, no giveaways, and best of all, no pay-per-click. You've given me so much hope and valuable advice with your podcast website that I just had to share this amazing result with you. Thank you so much for always reminding us to take action, all caps. I love it. Keep up the great work. You rock. Well, you know what? Amy rocks and so does her husband, we. And I am telling you, once I got on, we went on longer than we expected and they, they, didn't, they didn't believe it either. They're like, wow, I can't believe we've been talking that long because you know why? Because I wanted to dig into the story. I wanted to figure out all of the ins and the outs. I also wanted to hear about what wasn't working. Something that you guys probably know about me is I like to figure out like what didn't work and what did you learn from that? And we actually get to dig into that. And uh, I'm so glad that we were able to go through this entire journey with them and kind of where they started, where they are now, because it shows you that, you know what? Some things are not going to work but it's okay. You dust yourself off and you move forward. And these guys are just a really cool couple. And they're a husband and wife team. They work together and uh, on a daily basis. And it's funny because my wife and I have worked together uh, in multiple businesses now. And uh, a lot of our friends and family even say like, I don't know how you do it. And it's funny, good friend of ours now, or friends I should say, uh, is actually people that had just attended our uh, last TAS event. And that was Melissa and Keith Armstrong. Uh, those guys are a husband and wife team and they said the same thing. They, they get that all the time. Like, how do you do it? Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. And if it works great, if it doesn't, well, that's cool too, but you got to know your relationship and you got to know who you're partnering with. Now, if you are in a partnership, it's going to be just like a marriage, right? But the key is here, and this is what they say, and you're going to hear us stress this. It's important to have each other, whether it's someone that you meet on Facebook in one of our groups, maybe it's in the TAS, uh, the amazing seller group. Maybe it's in that group. Maybe it's in the class. If you're in the PLC classroom, finding someone or even one or two people to lean on to get you through those tough times, because there are going to be tough times. I'm here to tell you that guys. Okay. There is going to be those times. If you have a husband or wife or partner that can help pull you through this, it's really, really important. If you guys are brand new and you guys are thinking, well, I don't have anyone yet. Well, Go to theamazingseller.com forward slash F as in Frank, B as in boy, and just start being involved in that community, and then you'll find someone. I want to also point out that I actually found Chris Schaefer, who's a good friend of mine now, really, really good friend of mine, but we're also partners in a couple of different things, and it all came from a Facebook group. And here we are, right? So just the power of meeting people is really, really key. Now, I went on a little bit of a, of a rant there. Sorry, guys, but it's really, really important. Um, if you guys are brand spanking new, 
and you're new to the podcast, well, I just want to welcome you guys, but I also wanted to say that what we're going to be talking about today is really good for you as well because you can kind of hear the entire story. I also wanted to remind you if you have not attended one of my live workshops, that's a great place to start because I'm going to walk you through exactly what they're doing, okay, exactly what they did, and we do two different ones. We do a product research one, which which focus on just that, or we focus on the five phases. Depending on where we are in the rotation, you might want to head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash workshop, and you can register for an upcoming one there, and uh, you can get all the details, all right? So, guys, I am super excited. I don't know if you guys can tell that. I'm super excited, and uh, I'm going to be able to share this with you. You're going to hear this entire story and see exactly how they did it, how they are picking products and uh, what they look at to move forward when launching different products into different brands. All right. So enjoy this interview. I think you guys are going to get a ton out of it and I'll talk to you guys at the end. All right. So enjoy. All right. Well, Amy and we, what is going on guys? How are you guys doing? Fantastic. Good, Scott. Thank you for having us. Well, this is a little different here. I usually don't have like a husband and wife team on together. So this might be a first. This might be a first. (laughs) That's awesome. We always always talk about it, you know, whether there's other couples out there doing this. And, uh, you know, we're definitely happy to both be here with you. That's yeah, no, it's, it's awesome. And it's funny. I, I just came back from uh, Arizona. We had a, a live event there for our TS um, group and uh, there was a husband and wife team there as well. And uh, it is kind of cool because my, my wife and I are husband team and we've been through all of our businesses that we've ever done. And some people are like, how the heck do you guys work with each other like every day? <laughs> and it, it just kind of works for us. I mean, we have our own jobs and stuff, but uh, but yeah, it's, it's kind of funny because some people are like, I could never do that. But uh it works. It works. So I'm excited for you guys to be on because um, the email that I that I received, um, which uh, whether that was intentional or not, you got my attention. All right. I mean, it was like, and I'm going to read the, the the headline or the subject line to the email that you sent me. I mean, it was uh, in all caps, no PPC, no giveaways, no reviews, and then you had like these arrows going to sold 30 units a day, and I'm like, okay. And this came just after this whole review change thing. And I'm like, wow, that couldn't have come in a better time than just right now. Um, so maybe what you can do is give us a little bit of a backstory as far as like uh, maybe how you got started, what made you start to think about this. And then we can start to dive into how you actually found a product to do this and, and kind of going through that whole, that whole uh, I guess, story. Yeah, uh, sounds good. So um First, I just wanted to thank you for having us on the show. We've been a longtime listener, and um, my husband and I have both been listening to you um, since episode 26. So, wow. thank you. That's a, um, that's a lot of Scott, by the way. That is a lot of Scott. <laughs> we had to binge you a few times, too. <laughs> that's so funny. When, whenever anyone says that, I'm like, that's a lot of Scott. I think I would have to take a break on Scott on that one. But anyway, I appreciate it, guys. I really do. Absolutely. Okay, so our story, um, we started about two years ago um, after listening to Pat Flynn. Um, mm-hmm. I, you, you, you mentioned him before, too. Big fan of him, yep. Yep, and um, the first episode that I listened to was um, he interviewed the selling family, and they were doing retail arbitrage. Yep. So um, I started doing that for about a year, got really burnt out. Okay. And we did well, though. We you know made really good money. And um, but it's just so labor intensive. But and then we found the interview that Pat Flynn did with Ryan Daniel Moran. Mm-hmm. And then we jumped right into private labeling. OK, so um, our first product um, wasn't a home run, 
but we managed to break even after selling for about a year. Okay. And I say it wasn't a home run because we didn't do our product research carefully. Okay. And then um, we went ahead and ordered 500 units, um, cost about $4,000, and then we spent a ton of money on giveaways, PPC, and um, didn't really get us anywhere. But then during Prime Day of 2015, we had a spike in sales. Okay. So it gave us a little bit of hope. So um, we end up ordering another 500 units. And um, for some reason, after Prime Day, our sales just plummeted. And we were stuck with all these units for about another year or so, selling maybe three or four a day. Okay. And um, finally, we had to slash the price and then um, was able to uh, liquidate and break even on that. So it was a, a lesson learned, but, you know, we wouldn't trade it for the world because um, we were able to learn so much stuff, um, you know, going through this journey. Yeah, I, I love that, by the way, Amy. And I I love it that, you know, yes, it, like you said, a home run. A lot of people are swinging for the fences and everyone thinks that they're going to they have to hit the home run. I'm all about bunts and singles and doubles. Right. I want to I want to go out there and and, you know, getting those those uh, those products that can maybe do, you know, five, 10 to 15 a day. I think those are the ones that we should be really focused. Focusing on, but I love it that you know you went out there, you took action, you did something, you learned a ton through that process, and you're 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 like saying to yourself like, yeah, you know, it wasn't you know really a success, but I learned a ton from it. So really, it was kind of a success in, in that it taught you along the way, and you were able to liquidate. So I just love yeah. it that you're still positive after going through like that part. Most people would just quit after that; they're done. Like they're just yeah. going to take the loss and move on to something else. I love it. Yeah. For us, it was um, it was definitely a learning curve. You know, obviously, there's a lot of information out there to kind of try to pick up. Sure. Um, you know, we we did everything from learning how to use you know um, Alibaba to finding a, an agent that we could trust. You know, and then just even uh, coming up with like uh, designs for labels sure. and just um, getting. We even at one point um, got stuff shipped by sea, which is a whole nother whole nother <laughs> animal. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So. Um, so, so for us, you know, I mean, I, I'm, I have an entrepreneurial background, um, maybe not so much. And, uh, and, you know, it, it's, it's good to kind of have a, a partner that can kind of keep you going, keep you motivated. Mm. So, you know, earlier you, you kind of uh, were mentioning, oh, how does a, you know, a wife and husband stand each other? You know, for us, it's, it's not even about that. It's more about, you know, how we complement each other, yeah. not just yeah. in marriage, but also in business, you know? So, mm. You know, when when times are tough, you know, I'll pick her up and then vice versa. Um, so for us, yes, it was all about taking action, being patient, letting the system work and not being discouraged. You know, just everything. You can't have any regrets. Everything is um, a learning experience and you just kind of move on and get stronger and better from there. Yeah. You know, I, I love that you uh, that you kind of highlighted that you guys kind of, you know, you complement each other, but then also you help each other pick, you know, pick each other up if if there's uh, something not going well. And, you know, obviously, if you're both feeling that, well, you know, that's going to be hard to do. But one of you usually is going to probably and at least that's how it works in my in my partnership or, or my marriage, it's like if one is down, the other is usually going to be able to to be there to pick each other up. And I, I have to give my wife credit on this. I mean, I wouldn't even be on this podcast right now if it wasn't for her kind of saying like, you know, trust your gut and just, uh, you know, get out there and, and let people know what you have to offer. Um, because, you know, everyone would always tell me I'm like good at like communicating and I'm good at, uh, you know, connecting people and I'm good at like conveying messages. But I never felt like I was right. And I think that's one thing we don't know sometimes our strengths and our partners or, our, you know, our, our uh, 
spouses or whatever can help pull that out of there. Um, and I love that. So even if someone's listening right now and they're like, you know, well, I don't have that in my marriage and that's okay, but find someone you know, that you can have that with. And that can be someone you just meet online. My good friend, Chris Schaefer, now I met through a Facebook group. Him and I now are more partners in a couple of things and we're great friends. Like we enjoy each other's company, but we also compliment each other. So went on a little bit of a rant there, but I think it's important for people to understand that you do need that little support system. You guys are fortunate. You have it within each other and that's awesome. So thank you. It's really, really good. Um, cool. So, okay. So we, we learned a ton, you know, uh, you know, we, we failed as some would call it. I'm doing the air quotes. We, you know, you failed. I don't really (laughs) think you failed. I think you guys learned you you have, you have momentum and you're moving forward and you learned how to, how to kind of get through that. So what's the, what's the next thing or the next aha or, you know, the next move for you guys? Well, um, funny that you say we complement each other because at one point I was just so, um, uh, discouraged with mm-hmm. this business. And I was like, well, are we really going to continue this if we're not selling that well and we don't have a product next? We don't have any ideas of what the next product will be. And um, But we, he just told me, well, you're going to have to keep on doing it because someday, you know, you just keep on trying it and then we'll, um, as you say, strike goal one day. Yeah. And um, I, I got pregnant um you know, uh, midway between the journey. And, um, I tried out another product that didn't do so well. I remember I got it shipped um, to our house and I was sitting there and sorting out (laughs) all of the items by hand because I wanted to save that cost. And I was seven months pregnant and I was like, if this ain't going to do it, I don't know what will. (laughs) So (laughs) so termination. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, Fast forward a few months later. Um, I, we found this, this product that I, I emailed to you. Um, we, uh, sold 30 units when it hit the Amazon warehouse without having any reviews, any giveaways or even PPC. Now, so now, just for a second, like, what was that like? Like, I mean, wow, it was amazing. We we're like, I, I, we've never experienced this before. And you know, that was just the beginning because as Q4 is approaching, we're experiencing a, a record day almost every day. That's crazy. And yeah. it's almost like a light bulb moment, that aha moment that just just happened. Yeah, like like most um, you know Amazon sellers out there, you probably have the Amazon seller app on your on your um, first screen of your phone. <laughs> right. So we're, so we're addicted to that, and we're constantly opening it. We're looking at that uh, bar graph. And, um, you know, for us back then, b- before we had this, you know, 30 day, 30 units a day um, sales, cool. for us, like 10, 10 units was like mind blowing. You know, we're yeah. like, oh, wow, that's, that's awesome. And then, of course, you see that graph and then it compares how you did last week. And for us, like we just had the rubber eyes and we couldn't believe that, you know, somehow we had managed to kind of, uh, you know, crack the code, you know, reach the tipping point, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. So it, it was definitely an awesome moment for sure. Yeah. And I, you know, I find that that usually happens with a lot of people, including myself. It's like in the beginning, you're just like, oh man, if I could just get to 10 a day, like that would be so awesome. And then you start working towards that and then you, you hit that and then you might get a 20 a day, but then now if you don't hit a 20 a day, you feel disappointed. (laughs) You know what I mean? Are you starting to feel like that? You're like, wait a minute, we only did 30 today. And you're like, you would have been like jumping through the roof 
like a month before. And it's like our mind changes. I think that's a good example for people too, that as you grow, your your mind is going to change to what is like a normal day or what is, you know, and that's not just even with numbers. I'm just saying like even in life in general, like you start setting these higher expectations and then you want to achieve them. And if you don't get there, you feel as though you didn't meet your expectations. And I think yeah, that's just I mean, normal. We could have like, you know, like, you know, five, six, seven straight days of great sales. Then one day, you know, things aren't doing well. In, in the morning, for example, and like the, the sky's falling. You know? yep, yep. Well, and again, I think, though, that's a great thing for you to also understand. And, and I, I'll be here to say it right here on, on, the, on the recording is, you know, don't fall into the trap either that you just kind of you kind of just stay comfortable. Because when that happens, then it, that that can be a little scary too. Because then, if something does happen with that one product, now all of a sudden that's all you have, right? So, and that could be scary. Um, I know, gosh, I know a lot of sellers right now. Um, some of them that are even in my class, and you know, they're doing really well, like upwards of eighty to one hundred thousand dollars a month. But that's all they have is the Amazon channel. And that's why I've been talking a lot lately about how to pivot and how to kind of build your own, you know, email list and stuff, so you can dictate when you get sales and and kind of push that traffic but that would be the only one thing i'd say enjoy it but then also don't get comfortable you know because i think getting comfortable could be uh, it could be a little risky yeah we're we're definitely not ones to kind of rest on our laurels i mean we're we're always thinking about like what could happen you know yeah. like hijackers do this to us or yep. even amazon does that to sure. us so uh, yeah we're, we're definitely you know listening to to your podcast um you know and then we're gonna kind of implement ways to kind of have different revenues, different channels to kind of sell our products. Perfect. And uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, we're never, we're never satisfied. We're always hungry and we're definitely going to keep on pushing. Yeah. I love it. Love it. So take us back though. Be, we kind of jumped right into the 30 unit a day thing. Where did this product come, be, you know, become, you know, part of, you know, I guess in, in your, in your list of potential products, like how did you come across that? Maybe what was your process before? I mean, you were doing some retail ARB before. Did retail ARB give you any, any help as far as saying like, wow, stuff really sells in that category. Did that give you any tip on any of this stuff or was it just a touch list? Like how did you figure out like what to look into or was it just tools? Just maybe give us a little bit on that. Yeah, actually retail arm didn't, it gave me an idea that this category is a good category, especially mm -hmm. for the holidays. Um, but it didn't exactly got me to the product. I was actually um, doing your method, just um, looking around, seeing what is needed, what is um, uh, popular among sure. our friends or our um, people that we know. And um, it just hit me one day to research the product. And we, we do have the Jungle Scout web, ex uh, the Chrome extension. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, and that's what I use. And whenever I'm bored, I just go on Amazon and type in anything. Right. And then I click the because it's so easy. You know, it sure. populates right there for you. And if the numbers look good, then I do a little bit more research and um go right into ordering from AliExpress. And that's what I've, I've been doing. Cause I'm, I just, I guess I just don't have patience to go through the Alibaba route anymore, <laughs> <laughs> which is what I did originally. So, um, I, I like the 500 
dollars challenge that um, I forgot which podcast. Yeah, that was that was Chris Gaston. I don't know the one off the top of my head, but I'll find that. I'll put it in the show notes for people. But yeah, that was the five hundred dollar challenge by by Chris Gaston. Um, and then so so really, okay, you kind of did. I mean, you know, you did kind of the method of well, I'm just going to kind of be aware. I'm going to pay attention, and then if something mm-hmm. comes across like that you think's interesting, you're going to immediately go to your computer and kind of punch it into Amazon and start drilling down. I've done that so many times. It's it's like ridiculous. It's like I'll be at, a, yeah. at, at like people's house and they start talking about this this thing, and I'm like, really? Like that's a thing? And I'll go in. I'll start looking into it. And I'll be like, oh my gosh! Like there's a whole like there's a whole you know like clan for this stuff. It's like man. Um, yeah. So it's kind of crazy. You just never know, you know, and sometimes it, it might not be the greatest product, but that's the beauty of the $500 challenge is that you don't lose too much. You can mm. do a test run and that's what happened with this. You know, the, the first 500 units I ordered just flew off the shelf and almost to the point where we, we had to quickly put in another order so that we don't run out. So and, you went to Ali, you went to Ali Express. Talk right. about that a little bit. Cause I get a lot of people that say, Scott, that. No, that doesn't work anymore. You you can't you can't do that. Um, and I say, well, no, you actually you can. Um, it's kind of like a. I look at it like you had said too. It's kind of like your retail arbing private label in a sense, to where you can get it to to the shelf. You might be paying a little bit more upfront, but you can still do it. So maybe you can speak to that a little bit. Yeah, actually, I I, I love AliExpress. If, if um, you ask me, I think it's the the best route for me because um, it's sort of like wholesaling because you, you you haven't quite private labeled it yet sure. you're finding a product that you can sell in bulk and um the important thing is that you have to find the product that um the price that you're willing to pay for it because you have to keep in mind that it can be less later on when you order a, a larger volume to the point and yeah. Yep, and, and with me, I got lucky with my um, the agent that I'm speaking right now. So with AliExpress and Alibaba, when you when you're talking to the person, you're not talking to the manufacturer. You're talking to an agent. Exactly. And that agent can help you or break you. So you have to find somebody that you can really trust and speaks English really well. And um, I found this lady. She she's you know, really amazing. Her, her English is phenomenal. And um, she was able to help me f- not only get that product, but later on find similar products in that product line. And, you know, now I don't even have to go through AliExpress. Every time I find a new product, I just ask her, hey, do you have this? Can you find it for me? And she can do um, a quick turnover, maybe like a day or two. Wow. And she'll give me the best price. Yep. That's really cool. Now, okay, when you're doing AliExpress, though, were you doing any branding or is it just totally like, you know, stock, like it's kind of on the shelf, they're going to put it in a package and send it off to you? In in the beginning, it's all just stock. Everything that they have, they will send it to me immediately. So I don't, I didn't even have to wait. It takes about seven days from ordering, putting in the payment to hitting the warehouse. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, okay. So let's talk about that real quick. So do, do you do anything when you get the product other than just mail it right in or do you put a, like your own label on? Like, do you do anything to it? Do you bundle? Do you, do you do any of that stuff with, with that product or do you just strictly just, you know what, this is going to be a total just raw test and we're just going to get it in there and see what happens, um, you know, with the listing. Yep, actually, we can attest to that because he actually gave me an idea of bundling to um, go with the hijackers. So we, do you want to talk about that? Yeah. Sure. So, you know, obviously success breeds, you know, competition sure. and, you know, the, the, the dreaded hijackers. So, oh, yeah. 
Um, so yeah, so for us, um, you know, like what Amy was saying, we didn't really even have time to to kind of do any type of labeling or private labeling. And um, and these sales took off so quickly that for us, we just kind of kept going with it, mm-hmm. uh, kept kept ordering basically non-retail packaging, which we make it clear in our listing. That way we kind of temper the expectations of our customers. Mm-hmm. And uh, and even after letting people know that this is not going to come in any type of fancy packaging, it's still basically flying off the shelves. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so then you know, when when things fly off the shelves, you do catch the eye of these these hijackers and they are just like cockroaches, you know, they just kind of come out in, in bunches. Um, so, so for us, the, the, the best way to kind of battle them was that obviously, uh, you know, using, uh, I think it was episode uh, 201 or something with, when you had John Haver on. Mm-hmm. And uh, I must have listened to that a few times, looked at the show notes just to kind of get all the n- n- nuggets that he was offering. Um, so, the, so the first thing we did was obviously do the whole brand registry uh, you know, so kind of protect our listing, make sure they can't take that over. Um, and then like the next thing we looked into was um, basically, uh, you know, sending out those emails right away. So, uh, you know, we were originally starting out with the cease and desist letters. You know, those are getting, those are really wordy and maybe too like legal and sure. threatening. Threatening. So we went back and then, you know, John was like, well, one send out the uh, the one paragraph email, you know, just kind of politely uh, state your your point where you know this is your brand and this is uh you know you would appreciate that they would kind of you know just basically jump off and and lo and behold that actually worked for i would say probably 80 percent of hijackers oh wow and then when that doesn't work then you move on to the second uh you know the second email which is a cease and desist then that get rid get that get rid of you know probably the, the another 10 percent and then the, the last you know stubborn 10 percent of them you do the whole like, you know, ordering their like a test buy and then you can, you know, once you have that ammunition in your back pocket, you, you can reach out to Amazon. Um, so, you know, looking at all, at all our listings right now, um, they're completely healthy. We've rid ourselves of all these hijackers. Um, uh, okay, well, one more thing to mention is that the, 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 I think the most powerful piece that we use to battle hijackers is that in the title, we say that we bundle our product with an exclusive branded product that no nobody else can possibly be authorized to distribute. Oh wow! So so yes, your your main product can be generic and you know mass produced, and uh, you know anybody can basically you know buy that from AliExpress, Alibaba, and sell that. But if you bundle it with something that only you can po- can possibly produce, then you know you really have a unique bundled item that, you know, you can tell Amazon, hey, listen, these hijackers may be selling product A, but there's no way they can be selling product B because that's our special product. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, your, your, your listeners might, might be saying, well, gee, you know, like, what can I possibly produce that's going to be exclusive? Well, yeah. for us, it's something as simple as a digital PDF that you can email using Salesbacker, for example, okay. to, to your customers. Um, it's like, a, you know, for, for us, a lot of our products can be complemented with a, like a digital PDF guide. And then so we say that, you know, buy product A, get bonus product B. And uh, again, product B is nothing more than a uh, an information instructional guide, something, you know, useful that can help them with, with their product A. And uh, yeah, so, I mean, we've been doing that and, you know, uh, probably for about, I guess, the last two weeks. Um, we have not seen a single hijacker jump on any of our listings. Wow. Now you said that your brand registered as well, right? 
Yes. Yeah. Correct. If your brand registered, I, this is kind of new and kind of like, you know, we've been hearing about it. Maybe I probably heard about it about a month and a half ago that, uh, it, once you were brand registered um, and your products were underneath that brand, then that would almost lock down your listing to where people would have to request permission. But it wasn't happening for everyone. Like some were saying it was happening and some was saying that, you know, it, it wasn't happening. Uh, and, uh, you know, just the other day, um, it seemed like everyone I was talking to um about this was saying that now that was the case, like their listing was being locked down by them, which is a great news, right? Because now that yeah. is going to, that's going to fend off any, yeah, that, any of the hijackers. Yeah. That, that could be a possible, I mean, like you might be onto something because, you know, right around the time that, cause, cause we just, once, once we start getting hijacked, we just went full in with everything that we could, we could do to kind of protect them. Like the vendor itself. Oh, of course. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So, so, so getting brand registered along with bundling the exclusive product to, you know, writing all these letters out to hijackers. I mean, something, something stuck. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, so I would recommend to your listeners to just, to, to just try everything and do everything because, um, you know, hijackers can wreak havoc on your business. I mean, you know, our, our, our sales went from like you know thirty to almost nothing because they were undercutting us on price mm. and uh, it, it was just awful. Um, but now that we're um, now that we've taken all the steps to kind of protect ourselves, you know our our sales are healthy. I mean we're we're, we're having you know what we're, we're having the sales that we've always heard about for Q4. You know mm-hmm. we've always heard you and other people talk about Q4 and we're like oh that sounds nice but who knows whether that's actually true. Well. Today, Amy and I can attest that that's absolutely true. I mean, we're our, our numbers are just skyrocketing. We're growing in sales every day, and it's not even Black Friday yet, so we don't even know what mm. the future brings in the next next couple of weeks. We're so excited by it. Though. Yeah, no, that's gonna be that, that that's gonna be interesting to to see how it does for you. But I think it's also um, it's really good to hear that you know those initial, I guess technique, strategy, whatever you want to say of sending, you know, like the paragraph sending uh, a cease and desist, like that still does get rid of about 70 to 80%. But you're going to have those other ones that it's going to be a little bit harder. I had Ted Limas on a few times about this. Um, Again, I'll link this all up in the show notes for everyone that's listening. I mean, he talked all about strategies as far as getting those 20% off that won't get off. Um, But with this kind of new, you know, listing lockdown that we're starting to experience, it may not even be an issue anymore as long as you are brand registered. And again, anyone that wants to get brand registered, I'll leave the link in the show notes. Uh, John Haver was on. We talked all about that, how to do it yourself, or even if you just wanted to hire someone to create a little mini website um, to get brand registered. But the thing is now, if you're going to brand register for you, do you have more like an open brand now, or is it more specific to a brand? Because some people are going to say, well, that's great, Scott, but I sell in the kitchen space and I send, I sell in the baby space and I sell in the, in the sports and outdoors space. How do I do that? How would I brand register? Um, how are, how is it for you guys? Are you guys focusing on one niche right now? Or are you guys um, more of an open brand? Yeah, we're actually an open brand. So anything that gets sell under this brand, um, gets sold under this brand will, it, it won't sound weird. Like, you know, we're not selling anything like, um, a toy in the kitchen category. Yes, yes. Yeah. So it's it's an open brand, and um, we picked a name that is more generic. 
so that uh, we can sell more under this. Okay, that's good. Yeah, because I, I think if people are going to, if they're going to uh, brand register and you wanted to do that, you want to give yourself a little bit of room um, to be able to do that. And then to my understanding, if you brand register, you know, you're going to be able to then launch products under that brand and the products that are launched under that brand will then fall under the brand registry. Correct. Um, yeah. We were we were told by Amazon that as long as you type out um, the the brand name exactly how you registered it, it should be protected um, under the brand registry program of theirs. Yeah, I've heard some people actually send them in um, to basically so you know each each new SKU they'll they'll send in just to make sure. I don't know if that's necessary, but you know if you wanted to be extra, I guess uh, sure you could do that. But um, yeah, my understanding is anything under that brand that's been registered and you launch a product under there that's within that brand, then, then you should be fine. Um, but yeah, no, that's, that's really, really, uh, that's good. So now, okay, you have the one product, any, any thoughts of products two, three and four or actually funny that you should ask because since that day that I, um, sent you the email, we were looking at two more products. So, um, right now we actually have five products and, um, that's just within, I don't know, been four or five weeks since we talked. Wow. And yeah, so it's, that's the beauty of, of AliExpress again, because it's, it's just so quick, um, the turnaround time that we can just launch products. And not all of them are selling, um, you know, 30 a day. Right. But then there are some that are selling like 50 or 60 a day. And then there are some that are selling 15, which is, you know, still selling. Um, but at the, at the rate that, that, um, I was looking at, I was like, maybe we can just keep on adding products, even if some of them only sells about 10 or 20 a day. Yeah. But then yesterday we, we got our first sale that is like 60, right? Um, wow. 60 sales and it hit the warehouse two days and yeah. And the, you know, I, I did the, um, uh, the PPC just cause we got extra credit from Amazon. They oh, okay. gave us like $50 credit. So I was like, okay, why yeah, not? Why not? Why not? Right. <laughs> Right. So, um, yep, that's right now we have about five and we're looking to maybe expand one more before the holidays. Okay. So, yeah, so I, I, so I, sorry, I so just, just to emphasize Amy's point, this yeah. is something that, it, you know, two days ago, you know, we did a little bit of PPC, but you know, no, no reviews, barely any giveaways. And yeah, it's just, it just jumped to 60. I was pretty shocked when I saw that myself. That so is pretty, pretty crazy. Okay. Yeah. So, so now here, here's the big question that everyone's going to be thinking and I'm thinking right now as well. What's the criteria you're you're using to go after a product? Um, it it seems like you're going after, um, I guess, looking at products that sell well without having a lot of reviews. Correct. Yeah. Would that be and safe to say? Yeah. Yes, definitely, and 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 especially since Amazon ruled out the new review policy. Of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is for us. It didn't really affect us too much since our products didn't require reviews. Um, so my criteria is it's pretty um, simple. I just look at the jungle scout. The first page that pops up will be the um, the keyword that you're looking for. Sure. And within the first 10 to 20 sellers, um, they have to have less than 100 reviews each. Um, and the, the the product that sells per month has to be a thousand or more. So that gives you a very um, good buffer zone to launch a product and not having to have any reviews even and um and of course the you know you're you're asking me how can we find some search such products and i found five within the last five weeks so it's still out there you know so so let let me ask you this just so we're clear on this because i know people will be wondering this because whenever we talk about like 
a thousand and then a hundred. So you're saying a hundred, like if I look at the top 10, let's say we're looking at the garlic press again, just we can talk about that. Let's talk about the garlic press. So we have that, right? Yeah, you love it, right? The garlic press. Uh, and uh, everyone says that I should sell a garlic press. And you know, that would be pretty silly if I did. But uh, so, yeah. So if we take the top 10 and you're, what you're saying is, is um, not combined, but you're saying like you want to see 100 or less reviews on each listing. Correct. Right. Okay. So that that's step one. Step two, you want to see a thousand sales. Is that combined all 10 or is that each one of those you want to see selling a thousand per month? Each one of those. Some sellers I've, I see even selling 3000 that, 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 you know, it's even better. Okay. So you're saying that each one of those you want to see selling a thousand per month. And like, mm -hmm. if we're saying like the top 10, so that would be technically 10,000 sales per month for 10 Correct. sellers. Yep, that's right. And, you know, it, it, it doesn't have to be the top 10. It can be the top five or six, but okay. a thousand units per listing is my my bottom line criteria. Like that ha that's the requirement. You know, it can be more, but, you know, maybe the eighth or the ninth or the tenth seller is doing about 500, 300 units. I'm okay with that. Okay. Um, but they have to have the first five at least has to have at least, um, a thousand units. Okay. And, and you're, you're saying that you're finding them like that. You're not having a tough time finding them. No, not at all. And, um, with the first product, I was able to find some within the same niche, but, um, the most recent one was completely different, completely in a, in a, in a completely one. And again, you were, how were you discovering these products? Were you just, you know, just cause you, you came across something that someone had mentioned or you touched something you're like, Oh, that'd be interesting. Like, where did you start to get up some of this inspiration to start digging into these other areas? Like you just said, you want, you found one in a completely other market. Like where did that, where did that aha come from? Well, I, I like I, before I told you, I was just looking at products every single day. Sure. And then um, th when I was looking at that product at that time, it wasn't a great seller. But then most recently, when I typed it in again, something else came up with that keyword phrase. Gotcha. And when I typed that in, that's when the um, it populate like a whole different listing, a whole different um, category. So then I was like, oh, okay, so why can't I do that for a different product? And then, um, you know, that just that one word that I typed in wasn't a great seller. Hmm. But then when I added another word to the end of that, it became a, an awesome product. Gotcha. So you got you got inspired by one product or one keyword, and then that led you to something completely different, really. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. And, and that's what I've told people. Like a lot of people are like, well, Scott, what if I get the Jungle Scout web app? And, and I'm like, that's great. It's going to give it's going to give you ideas to start with. But you're going to then take that idea and plug into that particular niche or whatever. And then you're going to start drilling down. I always tell people like sometimes you'll find your product by doing that, but then you're going to click on the brand and then you're going to dig deeper in that brand. And you may say, wow, this brand sells like 10 other products that aren't even related to the first one. Now all of a sudden you've got these ideas that didn't populate in, in the web app um, right. just and by I, expanding. I also want to add um, just so you know, your audience can have an idea, look around you and see what's popular. Like what is the new thing or what's people um, paying attention to and crazy about, you know, mm. I mean, it could be a seasonal item, um, 
but that seasonal item can lead and um, can last all year. You never know. Sure. So if you just start and again with AliExpress, you can literally start within seven days. So uh, yeah. you, you try it out. Yeah. Now, you are you never- are are you saying then like? possibly even like a trend, like you see something that's a trend and you're like, okay, we can go ahead. I, I mean, I, I know my good friend, Dom Sugar, he's been in retail art for years. He's a private labeler too, but he's built his business off of trends. Yep, that, absolutely. And yep. Um, Jungle Scout also has the um, app, uh, the web app, I believe. Yep. And they, they show you all the trends as well. Um, I have it. I haven't played around with it too much. Um, just cause I love the Chrome extension, <laughs> but yeah, no. um, I recommend it if people, um, you know, are thinking of, they don't have an idea. Um, the jungle scout, um, web extension is great. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Uh, it's, it's, to me, it's a, it's a tool that I wish I had when I first started. And now that I have it, it's like, I don't know how I could live without it because it does right. just speed up that process. And uh, again, you know, people think that they're going to buy the the web app and it's going to all of a sudden give them the product. That's not how it works, guys. You guys have to actually punch in data and then it's going to give you the information back. Um, so you just understand that it's not like this thing that's going to hand you on a, on, a, on a silver platter the product. Um, you have to actually dig for it. Um, and that, that's what I love about it. It's, to me, it's, it's, the, it's the shovel, right? It's you're actually yeah. digging um, using this tool. Um, it just makes it a yeah. lot quicker. It's like having a shovel that you, you do by hand or you have a machine that automates that process so you can start pulling yeah, out everything quicker and sifting. Um, so anyway, so this is really, really awesome. Um, okay, so um, you, you get the product. What do we do as far as the pictures and listing optimization and, and kind of all of that stuff? Like how... How much attention do you put into that stuff? Because I think with you guys doing this, like that would be important because you're not really relying on pay-per-click in, in the beginning, especially you're, you're really hoping that you can just get found and, and by having a well-optimized listing, I would think then you would you would be found. So maybe you can run us through that real quick before we wrap up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the the pictures we we do take a we have our own pictures, um, and the one of the criteria I have when I was um, doing the product research is that the other competitors' listings are not optimized. Mm-hmm. So there's room for us to improve, and that has worked for us as well. And we're seeing that um, you know if we bundle it. We can put it in the pictures, mm-hmm. not the first picture, of course, but um, later on, the fourth or the fifth picture, we can show that that's our um, our bundle. So that differentiates us from the other competitors. And um, yeah, it, it's, you know, we optimize the keywords. I use Keyword Inspector mm-hmm. um, in the back end, um, make sure that the bullets and the description is solid, which the other competitors don't have. And um yeah, the, our listing, you know, if you look at ours compared to the other ones, I think that it will, um, people will, have to, will turn their eyes and look at it a little bit more just because the pictures are better quality. Um, yeah, I, can, I can't tell you how many of our competitors just have like low res images mm. and maybe only just one image. And, uh, you know, like you don't have to hire a professional photographer. You can take nice pictures from the comfort of your own home. Um, but I've seen some competitor listings where it looks like clearly they just kind of threw it on the kitchen table took some shots, you know? Yeah. So, um, and then also just like, you know, like the, 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 the title and the bullet points and the description, there was just kind of, you know, bad grammar, spelling mistakes, punctuation mistakes, S- simple things that, um, that you can just kind of clean up and just, you know, uh, again, what a- Amy's point is that 
if these if these competitors are doing awesome and they're barely and they're putting almost like no effort into it, you just put a little bit more effort, you clean it up, you know, you kind of make your product shine a little bit more. You're you're gonna do very well. Yeah. What do you what do you think as far as like uh, having uh, your brand in the title or in you know like um, a bullet? Like, do you guys put your brand in there? Yeah, we do have it in the title just because we have it bundled um, with okay. the digital copy. So we do mention it in there so that if um, Amazon asks us, oh, are you, um, uh, you know, why are you kicking out these other people that are selling your product? We would say, well, because they don't have this digital copy. Gotcha. That is exclusively okay. ours. Yeah, and I also so, wanted to. So there are three spots that we put our brand in there. So the title for sure, because that just jumps out at hijackers. You know, if, if, if the hijacker sees your brand there, then they're probably going to kind of move on to the next listing to hijack. And is that usually in the front or the back of, of the title? It's usually in the back. Okay. Yeah. So, so we actually have like, you know, product A is this and this and this. And then we say bundled with product B from our brand. Okay. And that, and, and that's, that's been working for us. Okay. And then we also okay. mentioned the brand again in the bullet point. And then sometimes if it's relevant, we'll list it. We'll put it again in the description of the product and gotcha. the list. So yeah, gotcha. Yeah, I don't know if you want me to talk real quick about the price. Yes. Um, yeah, because that, our price point is actually not that high. So we go for about ten to fifteen dollars. Oh, okay. But we, we make you know, um, it's not a ten dollar profit, but it's a five dollar profit. You That's know? fine. Yeah, you're doing the volume yeah. though. Right. So the volume is what <laughs> is doing it for us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then, uh, I, I guess the other question was, is it, is, is your product or your products, do you look also if it could be either purchased again or in, in more, more than one quantity? You know, like, do you, do you find people buying more than just one or do oh, they? Oh, yes. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. They, absolutely. We look at our numbers almost like addictively every day. Yeah. 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 I know. <laughs> I know. Like, right. Why are people buying two or three? Yeah. No, I know. Some people don't people realize. People don't just it. buy two or three. They'll actually come back and say, oh, I'm going to buy some more. You know? Okay. So, okay. So it's, it's something, yeah. I mean, like kind of like the price point is, is affordable. It's, uh, it's something that you can, again, you know, go to AliExpress, get a whole bunch of them and just kind of see how, how it works, you know? How, how and, many are you generally buying on your test run? Um, test run, I would like to buy about 500 units. Oh, that's a pretty um, big test buy. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's well, pretty good. Actually, you, you know what? In the, the first one, the first product that I sent you was 100. Okay. Nowadays, I do 500. Just okay. So, you, okay. Again, let's, let's, so we're going to take people back. Like in the beginning, you did 100 units. Right. You did 100 units. You threw it in. Then you're like, oh my gosh, like selling 30 a day. I'm going to be out in three days. Right. right. So you're yep. like, we better reorder. Uh, now, did you guys, you, you ran out of stock of that first one before, right? Yes. We and, ran out about uh, five days, six days. And how was that hit, getting back once you got back in stock? When we got back almost immediately, we were back to where we were. Um, oh, maybe okay. two days, you know, trickle up a little bit, but um, it didn't take us as long that long at all. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if Amy has mentioned this, but we actually have like, um, you know, number one bestseller badges for a bunch of our products. And uh, we also have the number one overall badges too. Oh, so nice, nice. Yeah, so, um, you know, if you can find these products and get, get these badges really quickly, I mean, those are eye catchers for, for these mm. buyers, for the Amazon buyers out there. Yeah, even if you were going to do this strategy and then have more expensive products that you only sold a few a day, it'd be a good lead-in offer, I would think. 
it's kind of like a, you know, you have like a lead in offer like you would in the supermarket where they get you in the store and then you end up filling right. your cart on the way out, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. people might be clicking on our storefront link and seeing what else we sell. And Absolutely. Then- or frequently bought together. You can start to get that stuff on the bottom as well. Sure. Um, now, okay. So price point real quick and then we'll wrap up. Um, do you did you play around with price pricing it low in the beginning to just get sales velocity and then start to slowly increase it or did you just start at the price you wanted to sell at? Yeah, we actually start very low. Um, most of our product we start at about nine ninety nine or ninety seven. Okay. That's the magic number for us. And then um, as sales starts to pick up, we would increase it, and then we would do a little bit of a test run to see how what what is the sweet spot, and then we would just leave it out there. And then when we run out of stock, we would drop the price the first couple of days just to get some sales and momentum and then put it back up. Okay. Yeah. So, and I've, I mean, we've talked about that even with the, the, the most recent, you know, like review change, everyone's like, well, how are we going to launch products now? Um, and you know, we've talked about, well, you probably are going to go in, uh, you know, there's a bunch of different ways you can do it, but I mean, one way would be to do something like this. I mean, you could even do a flash sale where you just did it for two or three days and then you brought the price up. Some people say, well, then you're going to invite your competition to do that. And that may be true. But once you get the sales volume, once you start getting those, you know, those reviews coming in organically and naturally, I think you're going to be the one has the best seller badge and all of that stuff, um, people are going to buy from you, uh, even if it is a, a dollar or two or three more. Um, so I think that's a good strategy. Um, and so you're finding though, that when you're buying these products, once you see that it works, are you going back through AliExpress? And because I would imagine that would be more expensive or are you going privately with your agent now and saying like, okay, now we want to do a full run and then are you branding it? Yes, um, that's a good question. So my my agent, um, she kind of uh, give us a really good deal. So she said, if we if you if I pay her directly through PayPal, mm-hmm. we save extra five percent on top of the um, the bulk discount order. So at five hundred units, you know we're not getting the best price, but at fifteen hundred or two thousand units, we're getting a lot better price. And um, with PayPal, we save an extra five percent. So. Um, yeah, so, you know, the more you order, the more you save. And we kind of um, trust her at this point now that if we get her to talk to the factory, because, you know, they, they talk to each other. It's a lot. They can negotiate a sure. better deal than us. So that's what we do. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. And so, again, I mean, so, like, when you're doing these test runs, if you're selling that product that if you think you're going to come in and, and eventually sell it at 13 or $15, um, I mean, what are you what are you willing to to spend on your test run, I guess, is is my question, like, per unit, like, when you first start? When, when I first started, I only want about a dollar, maybe $2 per unit. Okay. And then selling it at 10 and up to 15 Okay, okay. Well, and you know, for you guys, it's clearly worked as far as volume, you know, for, for most people, um, I mean, I've even talked about this. Like I, I like to look at products that can sell for, uh, you know, 20 to $45, but I do have some products that sell less. And a lot of, a lot of that is because the market's changed. And, uh, you know, when I first started, you know, things are different now than when I started. And, you know, I've learned that through that whole process, but it's still a lead in offer to my more expensive products, which is, which is still okay. Um, but in in your case, you're, you're, you're going after, after volume. Also, you're going after customers. Um, so this way here that people buy, could, you could lead them into something else eventually down the line, which I like. So, 
now this is this is a great story. We went on longer than I thought too because I just wanted to keep <laughs> digging here. Yeah. I'm, I'm like I'm I'm mining right now. I feel like I'm digging for gold because you guys got so many little golden nuggets, and I don't want to lose or uh, leave anything out. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, this, uh, is our, this is our first podcast interview, and we're like, oh, maybe we'll be on for 15, 20 minutes. You know, so no, nah, not when you get on with me. I've got always I've got always <laughs> questions because I I know that I think about this stuff, and I know that people listening are going to be thinking about these stuff. So I, I try to think as myself, but then also as the listener, because they'll be like, oh, Scott, just ask this one question. And I think I covered all of these, um, but I definitely would probably want to have you back on in the future. We could do like an update and kind of see where you're at um, yeah. and, and see how things yeah. have progressed for you. Um, I think you guys are on a great, great road here. Um, I love it. That you guys are a wife, a husband, wife team. Um, and I just, I really want to follow along with, uh, with your progress. So wrapping up, What's some tips you could give someone right now that says, Scott, I just think that Amazon's just too saturated right now, and um, I don't think anyone really should start selling on Amazon. What would you say to those people? I would say don't give up. You know, it took us two years to get where we are, and our first product definitely wasn't a home run. And find that partner, whether it be your husband, your um, classmate, your friend, anybody that you can trust and do you know, do the, the business with, um, because you, you're going to have those low moments where you're like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. Is it really working? But if you have that person to um, compliment you, it's going to make the journey a lot easier. Yeah, I, I agree. What about you? Wei? What you got anything you want to wrap I, I up would, with? Yeah, I would just say that just look at the amount of SKUs that Amazon probably has on their website <laughs> and realize that, you know, we are uh, a consuming country. And, yeah. You know, even if there's tons of Amazon sellers out there, there are a whole lot more buyers out there. So, um, no, just take take action, get on Amazon, just you know, find find something, find find your home run product, and you know, you're gonna do very well. So, just have patience and believe in the system and. Listen to Scott. He knows what he's talking about. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for that. Um, yeah. And I, I would just add in there that, um, you know, again, I, I've mentioned this, like Amazon is a great place to test products, right? And that's kind of what you're doing. Um, I think you guys could also take what you're doing here and then externally do the same thing and then control your own traffic, which I'm sure you guys are starting to to think about, especially if you are podcast listeners, because I've been talking about that quite a bit. Um, yeah. But I still think, I mean, right now, if someone came to me brand new and they said, and which I have them every day, but I'm saying if someone came up, up to me, you know, in my neighborhood and they're like, Hey, how do you think that I could, you know, get started online? I'd be like, go, go to Amazon and this is what you do. And Oh, go to my podcast, obviously. And listen, because I tell it everything on what to do there. And the only thing that changed is some of the updates that they've given us, right? The launch strategies changed just a little bit, but for you guys, it really hasn't because you guys aren't doing these massive giveaways because you're going into these very highly competitive markets. I think that's the change um, for anyone that's like, what has changed in the in the past two years? It's really about how you launch the product and maybe the product criteria. Um, right. But other than that, there's it's still a great opportunity. They do all of the heavy lifting for us. They have the traffic. They have the e-commerce you know platform in place. They have they have all of that. They handle refunds, the fulfillment. Um, but with that all being said. In one day, you know, one in one, you know, email, they could basically say, I'm sorry, you know, and then you have to figure out what's the next move. So that's where I would come in and say, that's why on the back end of this, we need to be thinking about externally. And uh, you guys have already proven a market in markets, I guess, because you have an open brand, which is great. 
And then you could just take that stuff and start to uh, to adapt that to, to external traffic sources and email lists and all that fun stuff that I talk about. But we don't have, and we don't have time for that today. But I just want to say, guys, thank you so much. This has been awesome. This has been uh, really exciting. I love going through these stories because also you guys didn't just talk about all of the wins. You talked about some of the losses. And uh, I say losses, but those lessons learned. And I think that's key yes. in anything that you do. So I want to say again, Amy, we thank you guys so much. I look forward to seeing you guys and uh, and uh, hearing more in the future about all of your success and your journey along the way. So I just want to say thanks again. I really appreciate you guys. Thanks, Scott. Thank you, Scott. All right. So there you go, right? Another great story and a great couple. I have to say, TAS community rocks. We are just a great community. And I want to thank each and every one of you for sharing your stories or helping each other in the Facebook group. You know, really, that's what it's about, guys. I mean, they have nothing. Amy and we have nothing to gain other than sharing their story to help someone else that might be struggling or that might be going through this beginning stage thinking to themselves like, I'm not really sure that I can do this or I think I've got to lay out a ton of money to get started. They are proof that you do not have to lay out a ton of money. You can still even go in to AliExpress and get started on a shoestring budget, and they've done that. They've done it more than once. They've also talked about what didn't work and why they believe it didn't work, and again, learning through that process. I think the other thing I want to highlight here is whether you're a husband and wife team or just a partner in, you know, a partner team or whatever or just someone that you're working with, understand that you know that is a really really powerful thing when you can align yourself with someone else that can pick you up when when you're down or vice versa and you know if you're just starting you might not have that person right now you know that's why i love the tas community you can go there, you can start meeting people, and then through those conversations, you're going to see if there's someone there that resonates with you that you might be able to reach out to and do a little, maybe a little uh, weekly check-in or something like that. I can't stress enough how important it is for you to find someone or a couple of people to have accountability partners with, and that may be your wife, it may be your husband, it may be your partner, it may, whatever it is. Um, if you can find that, it's really, really powerful. We do have the Facebook community for the TAS group that is. That's theamazingseller.com forward slash F is in Frank, B is in boy. So definitely check that out if you're not there already. Great community there. Uh, over just about 38,000 now, which is just incredible, but a great community. And it's there for you guys. I mean, little story here, if you guys didn't hear this, me and Chris Schaefer met in a Facebook group. Uh, if you don't know Chris Schaefer, you haven't listened to the podcast long enough, you might want to go back and listen to some smart guy. Uh, him and I just got talking. We hit it off, became really good friends. Um, we've actually partnered on some things now, including uh, some stuff that we're working on within TAS, but also some of our own Amazon stuff together and some other people that we're helping now. So it's just it just opens up doors when you can find people that you align yourself with that complement each other, right? So definitely go out there and do that. And just remember, you know, we all start at the beginning. We all start at zero, right? And it's through those experiences and it's through those those different things that we try that may not work, but we learn through that process. I can't stress that enough. And uh, and just really take those experiences, learn, 
uh, and get a little bit wiser and then move on to the next, you know, the next part of your journey. All right. So uh, guys, the show notes, theamazingseller.com forward slash 291. There'll be full transcripts. There'll be show notes, links, all that good stuff. Head over there. Uh, one last reminder on the workshop. If you guys are brand new, it's probably a good place to start. Um, I actually lay it all out for you on a workshop. You can register for an upcoming one there. Head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash workshop. So that's it, guys. That's going to wrap it up. Remember, I'm here for you. I believe in you, and I am rooting for you. But you have to. You have to. Come on, say it with me. Say it loud. Say it proud. I can't believe you guys can't see me right now. My hands are going crazy because I'm so excited. Take action. Have an awesome, amazing day, guys, and I'll see you right back here on the next episode.